Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio, a collaborative community of explorers in conscious living. If you discovered how to bring a higher level of what you desire, what you most desire to your personal and professional life, would you feel like you had just found a magic elixir? Well, my guest today brings you powerful tools to do just that. So stay tuned. Join us today for someone who brings an intimate look at going from being driven and frustrated to successful and joyful. Hi, I'm Laurie Seymour, host of Wisdom Talk Radio and founder of the Baca Institute. Discover your creative advantage by taking the Creative Innovator Quiz. It's over there on my website, the Baca Institute. Find out your creative innovator style so you can open your creative flow and make everything in life easier. For visionaries, innovators, company founders, and product designers, optimize your ability to create more in less time while enjoying every minute. So my guest today with with my teasing you about her is Eva Medelec, who is a certified high-performance coach and a relationship success coach. Now, she knows firsthand how a driven personality type can leave you feeling disappointed, frustrated, and resentful in your personal relationships. And that impacts your ability to achieve success professionally. Of course, we may not think of it, but of course. Now, Eva uses her personal experiences along with her leadership, transformational, and high-performance training to teach you the pillars of high-performance, as well as showing you how to communicate in a way that fosters intimacy and connection in your personal life. Welcome to my friend, Eva. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Thank you, Lori. I'm really excited to be here as well. Thank you for having me. Mm. With pleasure. So you kind of um, tease us in a way of saying, well, you know what this is like. You know, you know first from firsthand experience what it's like to be driven. But I have a feeling there's a little more to your story about what, what brings you in your personal life, what in your personal life has brought you to this place where you're focusing on high performance. Well, when I turned 50 years old, about 10 years ago, I was downsized in my profession of dental hygiene. So I, my salary was cut, my days were cut, and I was in a position of being very, very scared and going out at the age of 50 looking for a job. But I also realized in that moment that being an employee the rest of my life wasn't going to bring me what I wanted to create in the later third of my life, in my years. And so I became an entrepreneur. And during that journey, I was building a real estate investment business and working and cooking and shopping (laughs) and launching. You know, the superwoman syndrome that a lot of us driven women have. And when I started on that journey of entrepreneurship, I had only been married a year to my second husband. And I had older kids in college. 
But here's what happened, you know, as we were gaining success and doing all the things, we were just busy all the time building a foundation for our dreams Mm -hmm. and an income. And then there was one day when I was, um, my husband was out walking the dog and I wanted to find some photos of a real estate project we had done so I could post it on social media. And what I discovered when I got on his phone was that he was falling in love with another woman. And in that moment, my world just seemed to collapse around me. It was like a punch in the gut. But I also had the clarity and realization that how I was being while I was doing everything to be successful Mm -hmm. had caused literally a good man to create some self-sabotaging behavior. And I had responsibility in putting my relationship in jeopardy as well. And so that was the catalyst of really realizing that you've got to have a both and. It's not an either or. It's not just work, 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 work to create success, but you've also got to nurture the relationships in your life. And when you do that, it brings less stress and more joy and happiness. And then you create successful relationships professionally and personally. Mm. So that was the catalyst and the drive because I knew a lot of women. I actually surveyed a lot of my friends Mm -hmm. to find out what the state of their relationships were as they were climbing the corporate ladder or their husbands were building businesses. And it was surprising how much we had in common with the loss of intimacy, the loss of speaking to each other kindly, the loss of really listening to hear and not listening to respond or defend. So there were a lot of things that were causing, you know, we had this Facebook life where Mm -hmm. everything looked perfect, but when you really started peeling back the layers, people were unhappy and stressed and frustrated and disappointed in the state of their relationships. Yeah. I really connect with that in this immediate moment, not as much around my, uh, my marriage and my relationship with my husband, but about my relationships with my friends. They're good. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I started thinking, well, you know, I, I really want more contact with them. I want more time to just sit on the phone and just connect or go and play, to go, go and do something fun. And so for me, because I am also a driven person, mm-hmm. it's finding that, it's creating that balance. Yeah, yeah. It's really being intentional about what you want to create and actually scheduling the time mm-hmm. to do that. I mean, I always schedule time to have a random reach out with whoever yeah. drops into my heart and on my mind. Yes. And it became really prevalent to me last year. I lost three friends and three family members last year. But at the same time, I did they did not leave me with a sense of regret or I should have done more. I should have had a closer relationship. I was intentional in reaching out when someone reached was on my mind. And during that time, it was when I found out, oh, they were just diagnosed or, oh, this happened. Like mm-hmm. even when my mom passed away suddenly, I spoke to her two days before in the last conversation. And you know how elderly parents can really you on that one last nerve sometime, but I I made sure I was intentional in how I got to show up for her Mm -hmm. and be patient and loving and kind and end the conversation with an I love you so that when she did pass unexpectedly and suddenly, there was not one piece of me that had that regret. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I should have been kinder. I mean, yeah, I have those lifelong things where I really could have been a better of daughter. Of course. But I always make sure, and I set that intention mm-hmm. even more so now, considering the year I had last year to just, mm-hmm. just reach out to people. Even when my former employer, who actually was the one that downsized me and was the catalyst for my entrepreneurship, a week after I retired officially, mm-hmm. she reached out to me and told me that she had stage four cancer. Oh. The day before she passed away, I remember sending her a text because she only wanted to communicate by text after a while mm-hmm. to just let her know that I was thinking about her and that I loved her. Mm-hmm. And my my thoughts are always with her. And then I found out she died, the ne- they, she passed the next day. So it's really important to be intentional about what we want to create, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. feelings we want to give with others. It's, I call it, you know, modeling the role model mindset. What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is always know that somebody is watching you and observing you. And when they look at you, what are they thinking? <laughs> are they thinking, wow, I want to be more like her. Look how she makes a point too. Look how she's intentional as look how she speaks to people, how they feel after speaking with her and always have that role model mindset. You always want to leave someone feeling better than probably they felt before they had a conversation with you, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, or make that eye contact or smile at a stranger passing by or make a point to say goodbye. It's it's the little things that have us take us out of everything that may not be perfect in our life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. To focus out on, well, how can we make others feel? Yeah. And, and, and so beautiful, yeah. Eva. Yeah. It's so beautiful. I got to be with my best friend of 42 years a lot before she passed at the very end of last year. Mm-hmm. And she stayed so kind. She stayed so present and loving. And so I found that I was willing to put work things on hold so I could go and spend time with her. So mm-hmm. I could let her daughter, who was her primary caretaker, you know, go on a date. Yeah. Um, it just, it just spending time was like the best thing I could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Because we had so much fun. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I did that with my grandmother as well. Uh, didn't know when she was going to pass, but I, I really made an intentional effort to get back East. I, I live in California mm-hmm. and spend an intentional day with her Mm. and we just sat and we talked and we reminisced and, you know, she was pretty much bedridden at that time, Mm -hmm. but we laughed like crazy. And and I even said to her, like, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to her funeral, but it was more important for me to be with her and have these moments while she was alive. Absolutely. And I found myself not wanting to go to a funeral. She, I think she passed maybe four or six months after that. But then I thought, oh, all right. There's other family members who are still alive who need my support. <laughs> so I've cleared it with grandma, but I get to be there for my mom and yeah. my cousins mm-hmm. and my aunts and uncles. And so, yeah, I got to shift. I was like, no, grandma and I are good. We talked about <laughs> this. And then I thought, you know what? That's still being selfish. You really get to go and be there and support mm-hmm. your other family members. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, it's not wondering whether Santa Claus is looking at us and whether we're naughty or nice, mm-hmm. but being that role model, being that 
that best version of ourselves. Exactly. And that's what high performance habits are about. Tell us about about really bringing your A game to every area of your life. Like who needs me to be on my A game? Are you just changing just because it's convenient to change or the sake or for the sake of changing, or are you really changing and transforming and creating sustainable habits so that you can live an extraordinary life Mm -hmm. so that you can have vibrancy in your life, that you can have energy in your life and that people are going to look at you and say, you know what? It's like when Harry met Sally, I'll have what she's having. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Why are you happy? Why are you joyful? Why are you vibrant? I can see it in your face. And people want to know what you're doing. Well, I set my intention on how I want my day to go. Mm -hmm. So there are five areas of high performance habits that we get to to master and sustain to create extraordinary results. Mm -hmm. The five areas are clarity energy, courage, productivity, influence. And there is a a sixth one, which is necessity, which really brings you to your why. Hmm. What's worth fighting for in your life? Who's worth fighting for in your life? Who needs you to be that person that brings the joy and that brings the energy and that shows, models courage and, and models how to be in relationship, how to have difficult conversations, how to create win-wins, not only in your personal life when you're having those conversations with either your teenager or your spouse or your parents, but you get to bring that into your professional life as well when it comes to conflict resolution. Like, what are the wins? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what is the benefit in it for them? Yeah, like our dear friend Jennifer Huff likes to say, how can I let love win? Exactly. Mm. It really does boil down to love because, you know, um, conflict resolution, um, juicy relationships don't happen with accusations. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't happen with beating yourself up and a lot of judgment. It really is letting love shine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So tell me about a little more about those pillars. I mean, we think, or I think sometimes, I won't say a general we, when I think of success, people think of, you know, money and prestige and maybe influence, but you're taking success and meaning about it a such bigger picture. Yeah, it really is results driven. And that takes clarity. What do you want to create in your life? Uh-huh. Um, and it's not really all about purpose. But what are your dreams? What are your goals? Like, what do you want? Do you want to be surrounded by loved ones? Do you want your relationships to be juicy? Do you want to enjoy going to work? <laughs> do, or do you want to dread getting up and going to work? Like, what do you want to create? And be clear on that. And I always say what you focus on grows. And if you focus on your vision, your intention, what you want to create, and not let the distractions and the bumps along the way pull your intention away from the bigger goal mm-hmm. and stay clear. Like I had a client call me last night that um, he got rattled by a, by a hater. <laughs> Somebody uh-huh. reached out to him and judged him and told him he was doing something wrong. And he got really rattled and immediately went into reaction mode and went on Facebook and, you know, had his little rant 
Mm. And then he called his coach. (laughs) (laughs) You want to reverse those things. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, one of the ways that I coached him through that is like, well, how do you feel Mm -hmm. in the moment giving your energy to this person right now? What's the feelings that's coming up in your body? Mm Because he was clearly putting his focus there. Yeah, he was putting his focus on the negative. Mm-hmm. And I said, what would you have felt if you had just deleted the comment <laughs> and moved on about what you were creating? He has a huge vision of really helping homeless LGBTQ youth. Mm-hmm get them off the streets, mm-hmm. teach them a skill and a job and get them self-sufficient. He's on a big mission yeah. and he got his first hater. <laughs> and I'm like, something right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that's validation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and the good thing about this experience is now you've learned what it feels like to give energy to that and you won't make that mistake again. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about focusing towards the vision. If it's going to take you away from it, then don't give it any energy. Don't give it any attention because it, what you put your attention on will grow and then you'll keep growing that feeling of uneasiness. Mm-hmm. You know, when we think about things that stress us out, <laughs> you know, and how we dwell on them and, and look at the feeling it gives our body, like, you know, think, think about is it necessary to put my intention on it? And what can I do mm-hmm. to create a better feeling in myself and really look to, to have solutions? So that's one of the big things I like to actually help my clients with getting clarity around. It's like, yes. yeah. what about courage? Now, one of, courage is one of your pillars. How does that, yeah. how does that play out? How do you, you see know, that? basically it's the courage to stand up for yourself, to, mm-hmm. to ask for what you need. Ah. To ask for support mm-hmm. is hugely courageous. <sighs> and for those of us who are driven. Yeah, because we like to do it all ourselves. Mm-hmm. I don't want to bother this person. I don't want to be in a position or I can do it and I can do it better and nobody can do it as well as I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and you don't get to collaborate and have the joy of that. Yeah, and that's where the juicy relationships come from. But it's also the courage to stand up for others. Huh. What when do you, mean you when you see um, someone who may be struggling to find their voice mm-hmm. and to really support others, like I was, I was on a meeting um, a few weeks ago, and there were four of us, and there was a, a friend of mine on there who was really an empath and and shy, and she had a chance to speak, and there was another stronger-willed lady on there who kept cutting her off. And so I practiced courage in that moment. And I said, and I said to her, I said, can we all agree when it's someone else, someone speaking to let them finish and not have them lose their train of thought, not interrupt them, not, I I call it generous listening. Mm. You know, just listen because if you're always form, if you're already formulating a response or a defense, you're not fully present to what they're saying. And you're making it about you. And so, you know, they heard me. They appreciated me. I was able to hold space for that meeting that had some difficult conversations in it. But it was really, I knew the other woman who was a little bit more shy, Mm -hmm. not stick up for herself. And so I just really just said, you know what, can we just all 
give her the space to share what she needs to share and feel complete. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I love generous listening. I don't know that I've heard that in quite that way. It's mm-hmm. really, really beautiful. And how I hear you did it, how you handled that in there was also in a beautiful way. You didn't call out this person and say, hey, stop that. You just, just <laughs> stop being a jerk. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because I actually created an ebook called Six Powerful Ways of Being for Effective Communication and Connection in Your Relationships. Mm-hmm. And the first one is generosity. And when people hear you say generosity, they think, are you giving to charity? And are, you know, they think monetarily or things. And it really boils down to how you are being in that moment, how you are listening, how you are receiving. Absolutely. Because receiving is a big, big part of it. We think about generosity as giving. Yeah. But receiving is such a key part of that. I remember writing a blog post a long time ago about, about generosity of spirit. Mm. And that's that that two way street mm-hmm. is essential there. Yeah, because if people want to be giving to you and you don't receive, you're robbing them of the opportunity right. to give. <laughs> so it really does create a win win. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't see that. Like, oh, you're blocking people. I had another client who, um, you know, they like to text me and say, "You are right." <laughs> <laughs> and I talked to him about letting, letting people, letting people help you, mm-hmm. not asking for help, but giving them an opportunity, right? Make the difference, mm-hmm. share your vision, share your dream. And people will, the universe will bring things to you. Mm. And he had an experience where someone actually said to him, thank you for giving me the opportunity to be a part of this with you. Wow. Oh, yes. Yes. And then, then when you receive that, when you receive that gratitude, yeah, that it's like that cycle is is complete. Yeah, and you know that the whatever you're creating is bigger than you because mm-hmm. you are having that role model mindset. Because mm-hmm. right. people are watching how you operate. Yeah, and, they and they they are picking up on your energy, and when you just keep it in a generous spirit, mm-hmm. they'll feel it. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about just shifting gears a little about exhaustion and overwhelm because that, well, for, for one, I know that a lot, um, especially having just injured my ankle a few weeks ago and oh, yes. really, really having <laughs> to balance that, so to speak. Yeah. But so many of my clients hit that place or feel themselves in that place. Like there's so much going on. I'm overwhelmed. What, what, what can we do to bring more energy when we're in the midst of that? Let me give you an analogy. We've all seen races, right? Car races, the Indianapolis 500, and you've seen the cars go for a pit stop. Mm-hmm. And they get their tires changed and whatever mm-hmm. nonsense they do in literally under a minute. Mm-hmm. That's before the tire blows out. Yes. That's before they run out of gas. Mm -hmm. Before they're hit over the head with the cosmic two by four. (laughs) Before. And so what you get to schedule in your day to reset before Mm -hmm. overwhelm hits, Mm -hmm. before exhaustion hits is crucial. And it is a high performing habit that creates energy in your day and gives you on your aid. A game. So one of the things I coach my clients is 
do not work longer than an hour without getting up, walking around, drinking some water, doing some jumping jacks, resetting, or if you're moving from one tax to another. Say, for example, when I have um, client calls, I always schedule time in between to leave the energy of that last call behind. Mm-hmm and create an intention and bring energy and joy so that I'm on my A game for my next one and I'm not depleted from the last call. Exactly. Because as we all know, you know, having a conversation, like I, I even schedule when I call my dad. I was like, cause I know the energy it's gonna take <laughs> to be fully present and aware for him. So I suggest energy resets throughout the day. And also high performers, you know, they work out an average of three to five times a week. And what I mean by work out, they may just go for a walk for 30, 45 minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to go and bulk up and, and be superhuman, mm-hmm. but set intentional breaks throughout the day and know the energy you want to bring into each task. And we have them in high performance where they take two to five minutes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But so really, you're thinking about that same thing of, of, bringing, bringing your intention to it. What do you want to yes. create? What do you want to create? And what do you need to let go of? What do you need to release mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that you can create and be in creation? Yeah. And so there are some release techniques that we do and there's some energy breathing, uh, building techniques, but you always want to take deep breaths mm-hmm. in through your nose, out through your mouth, bring that oxygen to your body and your brain and do it standing up and moving around. You've got to, if you work from behind a desk, get up. get up just move circulate you know do some I used to do some jumping jacks sometimes I do I do some other exercises like little things that take a minute or two like and I'm not like super bolt up but it just gets the oxygen flowing and when you manage your energy throughout the day you're not going to experience as much stress Mm -hmm. exhaustion and overwhelm yeah and if you do get to that point, it's your body telling you to stop. Let some things bleed and take a day. Right. Delegate, get some downtime, go to a spa. Mm-hmm, you know. mm-hmm. And it's, it, you know, that can be hard to do for those of us who's, who have huge to-do lists, know where we're going and see all the pieces that we need to do to do it. And what I'm hearing you say, Eva, is that if you, it, with the addition of these high performance habits that you're speaking to, you can be that much more effective. Effective. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're not on our A game when we're feeling exhaustion and overwhelmed. Yeah. You're well, not performing. Yeah, you're not performing at your best. So you need to look at your calendar and your to dos. And if there's 10 on your to dos, look at it in this way. What are two things mm-hmm. that if I complete it today from this list moves me forward in what I'm creating mm-hmm. and make those two your priority. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and what can I delegate? Right. This goes into asking for support. I mean, I'm at that place now where, okay, there's another growth cycle happening that I need more help. Exactly. Because you know, the hours in the day are running long and I have a hard stop 
Mm-hmm. So that I can spend time with my family because mm-hmm. I have a relationship I get to nurture. Mm-hmm. I ain't letting that happen anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to <laughs> model the same behavior that caused the breakdown in the first place. Mm-hmm. We're going to continually have our breakthroughs and, you know, schedule time to do stuff together, mm-hmm. but also, you know, respect each other's time because there are projects that we all have yes. that need more attention mm-hmm. and that's okay. As long as you have an agreement with those in your life that matter, like for the next three days, I need to concentrate on this project. So I'm not going to be fully present and available. Okay. So it's However, communicating. Yes. The communicating. However, at the end we get to celebrate my completion together. So let's think of something wild and fun and crazy to do. Uh-huh. Oh, that's good because we're so bad sometimes, some of us are so bad at at celebrating what we, our successes, celebrating our wins Mm -hmm. and really building that in. But doing that with your partner, doing that with your family, the the person that you've maybe had to put on the mm, side burner, not back burner, but side burner for a day or two or three. Honey, I do it with my dog. There was a time my husband was traveling and I was working on a project, you know, and she's like, and I'm like, as soon as I finish this, Mm -hmm. we're going to go on a long walk and we're going to go to the park and we're going to go to the doggy beach and we celebrate. I mean, like you don't have to have a significant other, but I had that, my little fur baby was just like, you know, mommy's working (laughs) and she's wolfing, you know, and I, when I take my energy breaks, I do take Uh them with her. We'll throw a toy around or I'll chase her around the coffee table, you know, so that's getting my blood running. But I was like, I really owe you a trip to the doggy beach. Oh, yeah. And I did that with her. So, we, you know, you can make it fun. <laughs> like, you know, you're the CEO of your life. So you get to create what you want to create for yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so that goes to the, the, the next thing I wanted you to touch on a bit, which is about creating better relationships and creating influence. You mentioned mm-hmm. influence is one of the pillars Bring, weave that in somehow. Yeah. Well, the influence piece is really, you know, how I love to talk about it. It's like, how do you handle conflict? How do you handle difficult decisions? How do you create connection mm-hmm. in your life? How do people, you know, we talked about this a little bit and it's really how you listen how you create win-wins, how do people feel when they're with you? How is your level of presence in a conversation? Mm-hmm. You know, I was just at an event this last weekend and two people walked up to me and said to me, and I had, you know, maybe shared a little meal with them or was in a group with them that we worked on stuff. And one guy I had shared a cab with at the last event we were at and he came running up to me what you said changed my life. What you wow. said influenced me. You have no idea. And I'm thinking, what did I say? <laughs> what did I do. But we had a conversation and apparently, you know, how I showed up, my way of being, it's all about your way of being. It's not so much of what you're doing, bragging about yourself. It's not about the ego. Who are you being in the moment? How are people feeling in your presence? Are you in a state of generosity, of support, Mm -hmm. of listening, of not giving advice. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wants your advice. Some people just want to be heard. Are people in your presence, in your relationship, feeling heard, feeling respected, 
and feeling like they matter. Mm, mm, beautiful. And you're going to find your influence. It's like, I have influence in places I have no idea. And that's okay. <laughs> and two people were like, well, they came up to me, like even another woman <laughs> on the weekend, you changed my life. And I'm like, we just had a cornbread together the other day. <laughs> Talk, he's like, no, something you said mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. changed my life. And I'm like, wow. That's what I mean by that role model mindset. Wow. How am I showing up? And when I get that feedback, I love to be open to feedback. For sure. mm-hmm. That's another thing that I, I uh, talk about in my, my ebook, but, um, you know, then I know I'm doing something right yeah. because, you know, I'm walking the talk. <laughs> yes. And so yeah. that increases your influence mm-hmm. because you don't know who's paying attention. Yeah. So who are you your being influence and impact? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So where can people get a hold of your ebook? You've mentioned that and I'd love well, actually, oh, it's it's kind of simple. Um, my website is evametalek.com. So if you do my full name, www.evametalek.com, mm-hmm. and then just do Spell a- it right now, just so people can hear it too. E-V-A-M-E-D-I-L-E-K.com. And then you just want to do a forward slash P-W-O-B. Powerful ways of being. P W O B. That's the easiest way to get it. <laughs> okay, I'm writing that down because I want to make sure it gets in the show notes. <laughs> Thanks, love. Thanks, love. And then people can can uh, download that. That's great because yeah, yeah. our listeners have a lot to um, to experience there. Yeah, yeah. It really it, it's eye opening how. Um, how our presence and what we want to create, especially in conflict resolution, and there's always conflict resolution happening around us. And you see the state of our our world right now where people are not good at conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. And just to do this on a small level in your own life, you get the results and you create a win-win. Nobody, you know, we always think about who won and who lost. Mm-hmm. What if everybody was a winner? What if we, what if we all showed up and there was value for both of us in the conversation and we felt complete and we felt heard because the conflict happens in the process and the process is, are we being heard? Are we being validated? Are we being respected? And if we don't feel that in a conversation, mm-hmm. we'll bring up everything in the past. Well, that time you did that three years ago and da, 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 that all comes up. And it's not really about the outcome. It's really about who we're being in the process. Mm -hmm. That's a huge game changer in relationships and influence and impact. Yeah. And just to tie us back to what I mentioned in the very, very beginning is is that personal and professional tie-in. So yeah. you change that in the way you're, you're doing that with your colleagues, your clients, your, your employees, your employer. Yeah. And those are your relationships. Those are the foundation of how you do it in the rest of your life is what I'm How hearing. you do one thing is how you do everything. And so if you can't handle conflicts in your own life, <laughs> mm-hmm. and if your life is a mess at home, or you're just in a state of being triggered because somebody made you feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. Then you start to think about, well, why am I being triggered? What's the real feeling under it? And was that their intention? 
Mm-hmm. A lot of times it's not their intention. So there's, there's a lot of um, dissecting that goes into why we feel and get triggered by other people's thing. And so you, you really get to do a lot of self-awareness yeah. as well in high performance habits and in creating new habits that bring your best future self and extraordinary results in your A game, in your relationship with everyone. Yeah. It's so cool. I love it. It is so cool. <laughs> it's and so cool. How you, do it. you are a great role model. You're living what you say. And um, for those of our listeners who are looking for someone to really help them get them on their A game in every aspect of their life, because as you said, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Exactly. So, you know, Eva, I, I, um, I, could you again tell people how to find you? Oh, that's easy www.evamedelec.com, E-V-A-M-E-D-I-L-E-K.com. Great. Uh, and that's where you can go and get your free ebook too. So. Yeah, just do a flo- forward slash P-W-O-B. Right. And think of powerful ways of being because when you change how you show up, mm-hmm. it's powerful. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a powerful way of being. Yeah. And then that that gives you that joy in every aspect of your life. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Eva, for all that you have offered, your generosity of spirit in what you've given to those people who have come to join us today for Wisdom Talk Radio. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you for the opportunity. Mm, You're welcome. And thank you for being with us today here at Wisdom Talk Radio. Join us here regularly for more wisdom, discovery, and illumination. Remember, you can always find us on your favorite place to listen to podcasts. And please, if you've enjoyed listening today, leave us a review because that helps people find and discover more of this kind of wisdom. So for more for you about optimizing your connection with your own creative intelligence, find me, Laurie Seymour, over at thebacainstitute.com. Take the Creative Innovator Quiz because you can find out how to open your creative flow and get your idea to revenue. Thanks for joining us here at Wisdom Talk Radio. We wish you well in your conscious explorations. For more information and to join in the conversation, our website is wisdomtalkradio.com or at Wisdom Talk Radio on Facebook. Facebook.